0: all right, man, I read something the other day that I thought was really interesting. And and, uh, I'd love to kind of get your thoughts on it because it was it made me think. And I think this is probably going to be something that divides people. So Netflix has apparently announced that they are going to stop allowing the sharing of passwords and and accounts. So I don't know about you. This is something that happens in my family. We have (laughs) we have a Netflix account that is used by myself. I hope no one from Netflix is listening, by the way. Um, (laughs) My parents use it. My wife's parents use it. (laughs) I think my sister probably has an account on there. We're all literally sharing this. And I see this thing come out this week in the news that says that Netflix is going to start cracking down on that. What do you think about that? Is that kind of crazy?
1: Um, I get I get where this comes from. Yeah. Um this is uh this is what happens when you become a publicly traded company Mm. and uh you're always pushing for higher profits. Um and I get it, listen, I, I I get it. We have to make money and they're doing they're doing the Lord's work in terms of content, in my opinion.
0: Absolutely. Here's
1: the here's the problem. Um there will be backlash for this. It does not necessarily mean more people will sign up, even though I think it probably will. I think it's a calculated risk that they're taking. But here's the thing that I think is probably getting missed here. And what do I know? I'm not running Netflix. So, you know, they got, they got people smarter than me running Netflix. So I'm sure they're going to be fine. <laughs> but here's the thing that you miss out on. You have all these people that maybe aren't paying for an account that are talking about the show that they just watched on Netflix when they go to work. Mm. They're talking about the show on their podcast. They're talking about the show on social media. They're talking about Netflix. And if you do something to get in the way of that, It's a problem. The number one example that I think that you and me can really get into that drives us up a wall is the NBA. Mm. The NBA is a wonderful thing. We love basketball so much. But when we try to pay money, I have literally paid for three subscriptions at once and been blacked out Mm. in every single one of them because I live just within the line of the stadium and home games. It's literally an hour and a half for me to drive to a game. I go to as many games as I can but I want to support my team every time and talk about my team on social media. Sometimes in the past I have been blacked out. Now they're doing everything they can to fix this, but you want to talk about alienating fans. We have a friend, literally one of our close friends who stopped watching basketball last year because it was so difficult to catch a couple of games. Yeah. This is a, this is a person that loves basketball that loves talking about basketball that loves being in the mix and spreading the word about this brand. And he was done. He was done just like that. And so, you know, I think that you have to be very, very careful. Yes, no, we don't like seeing people steal our stuff, quote unquote steal our stuff, but also what is the marketing fallout that you're that you're losing all these brand ambassadors that you have? And does that outweigh what you're gonna bring in and people saying, you know what, I will pay for a subscription, even though I've had it for through my friend for this long? And I, I get it. Like I'm not arguing with it, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. They probably have to do it. But there is going to be some fallout that I think is missed here. Um, that the that, that's going to hurt the brand a little bit. So we'll see, right? Like I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy, and it feels you know maybe from a certain extent it feels a little bit like a money grab, right? But yeah, at the at the end of the day, it's it's freaking businessman, and that's what we're all trying to do, and that's and that's actually yeah. what we're going to talk about here today. Like you know. We're, we're always just trying to find new ways and, and more inventive ways to make money, right? And that's, and, yep. and something that we have done in our business really, really well and, and tend, continue to do it really, really well is make money via automation and, and how yes. to, and we sell this idea and we, and we think about things along this idea of how to make money while you sleep. Well, I think that's what we should talk about today is how, how we wake money while we sleep, sleep and then how other people can do the same.
1: No, I love that topic. It's it's one of my favorite things. I think a lot of people think this isn't real, <laughs> um, <laughs> especially if you've been in a nine to five for too long in your life. Um, but making money while you sleep or while you're doing something else that you'd rather be doing other than being at work is absolutely possible uh, if you have systems and automations to take care of that legwork for you. So today, that's what we're going to dig into. Let's dive in. Let's do
0: it. all right man i'm excited to ask you about a few things I, I i've heard you mention a lot of different times whether it's on you know maybe a call that we're doing or a webinar or, or you know maybe even just a general uh, a sales pitch that i think is such a good hook like I, I it's really really good And i'd love to kind of dig a little deeper into what it means for you and we talk about this idea of making money while you sleep that's such a it just, it just rolls off the tongue. It feels good. It makes you feel good to hear it. Um, and I've heard you kind of pitch that on several different occasions, especially when you're really preaching the real power behind the process of automation, right? So first, I'd love to know right. the, the, the why. So when you're talking about automation for your business or or for a client's business that you're working with, why do you tend to lock in on this idea of making money while you sleep? What is it about this idea that's so just appealing to you?
1: Well, you know, when I was in my um when I first started my first business, which was the chiropractic office, um, you do everything. I mean, like, yeah. you know, every everything's on your back. You do everything because you haven't you don't know any better most of the time. And even if you've been through, um, you know, some sort of business schooling, uh, you still don't understand until you're out in the real world. But as you're moving through this business and you're doing these things, you start to realize that there's things that you're doing that you don't have to do. Mm-hmm. And so there's a couple paths to solve this. The first path that most of us go to solving this problem at first is we hire other people to do these jobs for us okay now there are just some jobs that that is the only path that is it those tasks have to be done by another human being but then there's a whole other host of tasks that um, can actually be taken care of with software and automation and the cool part about this is even for the people that you hire giving them the ability to automate certain parts of their day uh, leads to happier employees that can do more by themselves and they can really be big producers Without having to deal with um, things that can cause more problems. So the idea is I think a lot of times when we first start, it's all on us. Then we hire people in to help us. And then while we've got those people in to help us, we try to figure out systems and better plans to get things done. And really automation is really based on that. It is how do these systems that we implement and maybe a very manual way to start okay, here's the checklist of things that I need to do when I unlock the door in the morning mm. that's a that's a start right yeah um you know and, and a very good example that i I can give you right now is like um when I first get up in the morning um ten years ago versus today is very different. Mm. It's very different when I would get up in the morning before an alarm would wake me up, I would have to get up and I would have to hit this alarm. I would get up. I would probably this time of year, because the ch- the changing temperature is so rapid, I would have to go to my thermostat and change some things. And um, and then I would have to go in and I'd have to go to my bathroom and go brush my teeth and do all these different things. Now, I still do a lot of those things, but there's a whole host of things in that story that I don't have to do anymore. Mm. Number one, um, when I tell my alarm to shut off, there's a whole host of tasks that happen. Just because I told my alarm to shut off, because it means I'm actually getting up. So my lights will actually come on. My fan will turn off. Hmm. So, you know, when we tell that alarm to cancel, the lights come on, the fan turns off. This seems stupid. I understand this (laughs) seems stupid. This seems like I'm being extra. But it saves me a few seconds. Yeah. Okay? It saves me a few seconds. Now it may you may just be like, well, you can't walk over and turn your fan off. You can't do these things. (laughs) Well, you know, at night sometimes I get into bed and I forget to turn my fan on and I can't sleep as well and that costs me sleep but if i can literally you know t- tell my lights to turn off and or i actually i just do this i just say alexa good night right and when i say that what ends up happening is my fan turns off my lights turn off my alarm gets set it saves me time and effort it's small it seems super bougie it really does i understand this <laughs> it seems like oh really oh your tough life atkins but the point is is taking those tiny little things that we're doing there that seem like extra are the same kinds of things that you want to apply to your business because those little extra seconds number 1 they free your brain up mm-hmm. but number 2 they free your time up and over the span of a year or two years those extra seconds those extra minutes those extra hours actually turn into something that is a lot and so when we're building a business what we're you know what we're trying to do after we sort of get our hands on everything and we've done it in a manual way, is we really want to start thinking about what are the systems that make us money or are supportive of things that make us money that we don't have to do or an employee doesn't have to do? And how can we invest in software that does those things for us? And that's the very beginning of it. What are the tasks that have to be done in your business that you don't have to do so that your brain can stay focused on growth? and new things that make you money. And from an automation perspective, that's how it all starts. And if you lay that foundation of all I'm really trying to do is do more of the things that make me money, but automate them so I don't have to manually do them because I'm imperfect, I'll forget. Yeah, I'm imperfect, I'll do something one time differently than I did it the last time because I'm a human and that's the way that I work. Mm-hmm. But if I can build systems that are consistent and work the same way every time, not only will they do the same thing every time, but we can measure the results and improve incrementally without there being different variables to have to account for. And so from a very basic perspective, that's what we're looking at. In the beginning, we do everything with our hands on it. How do we still get those jobs done though without having to put our hands on it, but still get a desired result? And when you think about it that way, That's how we go into sort of probably this next section of what we're going to talk about, which is, you know, what are the specifics of that in terms of a business?
0: Yeah, you could have set it up any better. That's exactly where I wanted to kind of take the conversation because I I think that's what's interesting is to actually know what's going on, especially, I mean, just from your standpoint. So what what kind of processes – for you and your in your business your life do you automate day to day week to week what what do you have that's 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 running all the time that's actually making money for you while you're sleeping <laughs> um well this this is one of them oh, yeah. and
1: you know uh, if i really you know if i really want to like lock in with this this is a system that is is assisted with both a human element and a a, a software element. this podcast that you guys are listening to or watching right now um, I'm very fortunate that I have this great system that my team has built. Um, yeah. Marshall being you know, kind of the head of this, it's all I have to do is Marshall tells me when to show up. <laughs> he throws some topics at me and Marshall leads the conversation. We get to put out this really, really great content. When I'm done though, I walk away and this machine goes into action. Yeah. And part of this machine is our awesome team. You know, Ashton, Alicia, you Marshall – this awesome team that's, that kind of sets these things in motion with certain things that they're doing, but there's also automation that happens on the back end of this, and it's ever-evolving automation that happens on the back end of this. Yeah. A good Another good example of this would be, um I learned very early on that uh, customers want to know certain things and have certain problems solved, and they can't get to buying from you until they have those initial problems solved. Okay, well, cool. So what that used to look like, is someone would come in and they would ask me a question and I would answer the question and then they would have to decide whether they wanted to buy from me after they had that question answered. Okay. You do that 300 times and you realize that you can answer that question in a more automated way. Right. And so how we started actually doing this is you know we would put something out on the internet back when I was in my chiropractic office like here are the uh, three exercises that you need to do every single day to get rid of tension headaches. Simple. We put up an opt-in page you know where you could put in your email address your phone number things like that and we send that out to you okay when you put your stuff in there so you know we put that up we put that in front of people the only reason we put that up in front of people is because people were asking me that all the time anyway when I was out hey I've got tension headaches what should I do be in my office hey I, by the way I know you're working on my blowback but I'm actually having these tension headaches that kept coming up right and so instead of having to manually answer this question over and over and over and over again we put this into something that people could get for themselves now we could just put this on a website You know, obviously we put it on a website, you could follow it that way, but we wanted to put a level of automation into it to actually encourage those people to turn into patients. And so when somebody would opt into that, what would happen is there would be a number of email follow-ups that would follow up with them and say, Hey, how did those exercises work out for you? Hey, wanted to remind you to do those exercises today? If you haven't done them already, Hey, by the way, um, if you have any questions about these exercises, call the office. And then they're on our list to get emails that are talking about other things that are all pre-programmed in to go out. But the net result is this. They opted in to get a piece of information that they wanted right then.
0: Yeah,
1: Our follow-up method, and it's completely automated because we wrote it in advance. It completely just goes on a drip schedule. That follow-up method is it's really designed to keep us in front of them for when they're ready to use us. It's really designed to make sure that they're actually using what they said that they wanted to get rid of that problem because the second that they opted in, they raised their hand and said, I have this problem. This thing that you know how to fix, you absolutely know how to fix, I have this problem. So for me, I'm cultivating a list that's very specific, but I'm also sending follow-ups to make sure that they get rid of that problem. And if they don't get rid of that problem, we're making sure that they know where to come for help. Right. And so usually that's, that's such a manual back and forth calling the office. Hey, how are you doing today? Getting my staff to call, check on somebody that had you know come into the office and said, I've got this problem or someone I talked to. I'd call, hey, how are you, hey, you doing with those headaches with the text? All these things that I was doing manually for a very long time, we build these things that were set up. And even if I still have that person that's talking to me outside, I'd be like, actually, I have a set of exercises for you. Let me write down the URL Give them the URL on the back of the business card. They go to it. And now my follow-up is automated. Now, this is something that if you really think about it, you're like, you really hate talking to people that much, Ben? No, <laughs> no. I absolutely love talking to people. That's, that's my favorite thing. But the idea is this. It's what if I get tired or what if I'm busy doing something else that week? I can't follow up with people the way that I want to. The automation leads them to my office. Now, that's still something that's very much I'm having to put in work. Sure. You know that's not a why you sleep kind of thing, but there are definitely I get to sleep more because those systems are in place, and I know those systems are in place. Where we get into some really interesting things is when your product doesn't involve you anymore, Hmm. Uh, meaning you put together your product one time and you're and you're really really good. A great example of this is maybe you've got a weight loss program. Uh, A couple years ago, you know, a couple of me and a couple other buddies put together a weight loss program that helped a lot of people. Um, and that weight loss program was really great because we went to the gym one time (laughs) and we built this workout we took pictures and made animated gifs and we built workout pages that people could go to so every day of the week we built this workout it was nothing fancy it was it was repetitive you did it every week and switch every so often but then it would go back to what it was it was something you could do over and over again but once we built it once it worked yeah And all we had to do was sell it over and over and over again. And so one of the key ways that we got people through that is we gave them a little piece of the program for free. They opted in. And then there was this sequence that would market to them, market to them until they bought it for 200 bucks, And then it was theirs. Yeah. And the idea was is we had gone from being something where we were completely manual, having to teach people this in person, show them how it works, show them the diet, walk them through it to we put it all online into something they could consume and we had an opt-in they could go to and then to automate it even further instead of having to manually go tell people about this we ran ads that were on all day all night while we slept and they were it was marketing that free opt-in to people and from that point you get to this position to where you're like okay how much money just came into my account over the last week and we we didn't have to do anything anymore it was all the work that we did six months ago and that's where you start to get into some really interesting situations with this stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's something you touched on there too. I mean, what you're what you're doing is you you really are just driving more people to you. And you 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 said you mentioned it perfectly that you actually really love talking to people. This kind of doing this kind of thing sets you up to be able to talk to more people. I mean, and that's yeah, and and that's the that's the cool kind of after effect of, of being able to uh, kind of free up some of your time and stuff like that. I think that makes a, makes a lot of sense
1: well it's exactly what you said it's like you go from having the same conversation over and over again that will just drive you crazy yeah to you know to getting into situations where the conversations that you're having are really high quality because all I have to do yeah. in that conversation now is say, "Hey, go go check this out. Hey, what else is going on in your life?" And I get to get deeper with yeah. people and so it becomes something and also here's the other side. Do you know how many people would forget those exercises after I would tell them in <laughs> person and, and giving them something that they they know they can go back to. Anytime they want is huge. Not bother me with things that um, it's not really something that I'm going to help them more with. Right. But being able to only call me when they really need me. And then here's the other side. Those things that I gave away, um, my authority in their mind went way up because it did help. It did get them where they wanted to go. So that's the thing is it's like you got to think, what about what you do has to have you there? Hmm. and. There's so many of us that are so attached to our value, is so attached to us showing up live that it's tough for us to get around this. But, like, you know, I, I, I've told you this about a million times that this book, The Four Hour Work Week, was the thing right. for me. Yeah. And it, and it really made me come to terms with something. Um, number one, I didn't have a business if I had to show up at the business. Um, I have maybe a hybrid of a business. Um, but if I have to show up for every aspect of the business, it's not really a business. And that's the thing. When you have a real business, something that makes you money without you being there, you have to have systems. You have to have automations. And that was what the four-hour work week was about for me. It was really showing me that, hey, you're not so important to this whole thing that it can't move you out of it or move you out of 99% of the work that is involved. You only need to show up for this specific thing that you're doing. Because that's where you're really important to this business. And I think that that's – if we could all wrap our heads around that or we could start thinking about how to turn our businesses into things that mimic that, that's when we really build something that's valuable too. Because the other side is this. There are going to come times when you're sick. There are going to come times when your family's sick and you need to go hang out with them and take care of them. Yeah. There's going to come times where you're, you just can't do the business at that moment, either mentally or physically. Does that business survive? let's say you want to sell your business. If you are the reason the business is succeeding, it's over. Yeah, It's done. And nobody wants to buy a business where they're having to buy you um, if you're going to go away. <laughs> and I think that's the key thing is if you can build a business that, it, that does have systems and automations that work without you, not only will you make money while you sleep, but the value of that business grows to anybody looking from the outside because they realize that, Hey, uh this business is an actual business. The value is what's here, not the person that's actually running that business.
0: Yeah, and it becomes about a whole lot more. It's it's not even just making money while you sleep, it's making money while you vacation, making money while yes. you hang out with your family, making money while you do all the things that you need to do to continue your life and living it the best way you can. I think that's that's really awesome. So flip it a little bit for me. So on the flip side, when you're out talking with, you know, maybe some clients or, or, or perspective, perspective clients, maybe, uh, what kind of automation just in general, are you selling them on? Like when you're, when you're having these conversations with businesses and you're saying, Hey, listen, I'm going to make you money while you sleep. What, what does that mean? What's that, what's that equal? I really focus on,
1: um, two core things right now that I think are incredibly important. The first thing is there's this incredible traffic driving, um, Ability with social media. Okay. Like, um, a lot of people think social, oh, my Facebook page reaches down, so it's not worth doing anymore. No, that's shenanigans. Like, yes, all of the reaches of these places are going to change, but having content on these places is always going to drive traffic to your core thing. And so now, the number one thing that I want to automate and make sure that is consistent is your social media. Whether that's your Instagram, your TikTok, whatever it is, we want to put things in place that just happen. Like, I don't post that much to our TikTok, but our TikTok has new content every single day.
0: Right.
1: And that's that's what's incredibly powerful is our TikTok has new content every single day that's bringing new people closer to us little by little. It doesn't have to be some big explosion. Little by little we bring people closer to us. That is a level of automation that is inside of our business. Now there's systems that run that, there's people that run that, but there's also software that runs that. Um, you know, Facebook pages for businesses is huge whether they think oh is it as effective as it used to be in terms of how many people you could reach at once no but is it still extremely effective and effective in a different way absolutely Absolutely. and so the first thing that we really do is we use tools that automate social media social rotation is a huge huge part of what we're doing and tabitha that runs that company over there for us absolutely has designed features that make that huge for any local business that we're doing so like my first thing is whether you show up that day to do social media or not, is social media happening for you? And we automate that with social with social rotation, and that's huge. The next thing is list building. Uh, is there a way for somebody to get something for you, maybe for a discount or for free, that puts them on a list that we can now automatically follow up with them the rest of the year and coax them back through your doors? Yeah. And that's the thing. You know, if I can get a business to give away a 10% off coupon and get somebody on an SMS list like we do with Customer Engine, and then inside of Customer Engine are weekly email or weekly emails and weekly SMS messages that are programmed in to just remind you, not not give new discounts, literally say, Hey, it's steak night tonight. Are you coming out? That's it. That kind of reminder is if you time it correctly and you automate it the right way. And this is literally we program fifty-two weeks of these things in ahead of time. Yeah. And the idea behind this is simply this. We're just reminding people that already have, you know, done something with us. They're already customers or they're or they're wanting to become customers. We remind them, hey, come back in. If you do that and you automate it correctly, that's all it takes. Yep. Most of the time, people just need that little suggestion, that little push. Oh, you know what? That does sound good tonight. And that's what it's all about. So between those two things, so between a social rotation, between a customer engine building those lists sending out those messages that level of automation is enough in in 90 days to typically 3x a business just because we're in front of other people that want to spend money with us more consistently so every single business that i go into those are the first two things that i want to do hey do you have this thing that's driving traffic to your business all day for free if you're putting content on it which is social media yep okay we're going to take care of that from there do you have a website uh, and this is our net engine platform. Do you have a website that is going to filter people into opting into something, which is our customer engine list? Yep. If you don't have the website that does that, okay, we can build one. If you do, we're going to attach customer engine to it. We're going to give a couple things away. And every single day, we're going to focus on putting new people on the list so that we can automate, mm, suggesting that they come back in yep. over and over again. Those two levels of automation, that is typically three, four employees that they would have to hire internally which they never do. What they do is they take their existing companies and I'm not judging here, but this is just the way business works. You take your existing employees, you pull them off of tasks that they could be doing in the business that are important to the burger that you make. They're important to the patient care that you give. And you pull them off of that and you put them on these things so they have to split their focus. When you can automate those things, your product level and your delivery goes through the roof because now you have people that can focus on what really matters when people come into the business. And so for us, the marketing... Automation is a huge, huge service to any business that's out there. But like I said, if you want to get into the why you sleep stuff, think about those kinds of businesses that you can put together that are information based, that are physical product based, that you can ship to somebody. All of those things can actually be automated. So, really, all you're doing is looking at the system that you've built and saying, where are the inefficiencies? Where could we change? Okay, this, you know, out of the 10 messages that we sent, this one isn't getting opened. Maybe we need to change the subject line. When you can pay attention to your business from a top level view and looking at numbers and seeing what your automations are doing and what they're not doing and you can tweak from there, that's when you start to see those numbers every single month go up because you're taking care of the inefficiencies of a system, you're not working in the system where you can't see the inefficiencies. And so that's the power behind it and that's what we use on a pretty much client by client basis. Those are the two things that I start with. We set them up with social rotation to do their social media for traffic driving And then we make sure that we have list building built on their existing website or we build a website for them with customer engine
0: yeah that's awesome it's like something you ended up with there you started to talk about numbers and stuff that's exactly where i wanted to go next because my head's already rolling thinking about (laughs) you know all right so this this all sounds great but where the hell are the results you know and and that's always what if i'm a business owner that's what i want to know what what how is this how is this actually making me money you know and and that's what everyone's going to want to know so from that standpoint when someone asks you that you know what, what about automated functionality is actually producing results for for people that you work with. And are there are there specific niches or markets that automation kind of succeeds more in? Or is it kind of across the board? You know, t- talk to that a little bit.
1: It's absolutely across the board. You know, we think about there are three ways that you can make a business money, right? Um, you can generate new customers. You can, um, it, from that point, after you generate a new customer and they've, they've already become a customer, the next thing that you can do is you can get that customer to come in more often and, you know, spend money more often with you. Or when they come in, you can get them to spend more money with you. And so those are the three things. That's what you've got to focus on. So the number one thing that we do with every single business that we work with is we say, okay, you've already done some work to get new customers. Good. That's the most expensive way to get new business. That's the most expensive thing that you can do. How do we focus on those other two things and and, and really make you more money? And so quite literally... All we're trying to do is if you have a customer, let's say you're high ticket and you have a customer that comes in one time a year, how do we get them to come in two times a year? Or how do we help to automate the marketing of a maintenance plan? Something that's not maybe your main product, but maybe it's maintenance. So maybe you're a pool person. You're like, well, I sell one pool and they don't buy from me for another, uh, maybe 10 years if ever. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do we do in in an automated way for that? Number one, we automate you something that says, Hey, um, We have a maintenance program, and we'll come make sure that your pool is in good shape uh, at the beginning of the season, at the end of the season. Those things go out. That increases the bottom line of our client. We also say, hey, you want a discount on that maintenance plan? Tell three of your friends. A friend comes in. You get this huge discount on your maintenance plan. So we're encouraging referrals. Those things are the kinds of things that you can do for businesses like that. But from a restaurant standpoint, once a week. Every single person on a particular list for a restaurant, they're getting a text, hey, you know what's going on here tonight? We've got this special or this band's playing. And we have those things that we program in that are pushing people through the door. And that's the thing. If you pay attention to those, sure, the first one is getting the new customer. But if you pay attention to those other two, which is get them to come in more often or to spend more when they do, those are the kinds of messages that we program in. And like I said, one extra visit a week, one extra visit a month, one extra visit a year, is worth so much money. If it's just one customer, I mean, that's cool. But if you multiply that times two, 300, 500, 1,000 customers that are getting those messages, the results are significant. Because think about what your bottom line is right now. And think about if we could get 25% of your customers to come in one time a month, what does that change? Hmm. And that's extremely powerful because once you have that traffic coming in more, the next thing that we work with you to figure out is what's an automated way that we can get each of those people to spend more money when they do come in. And this is where the 80-20 rule comes in in a very interesting way with businesses. We know that um, out of all your customers, there's 20% that if you gave them something that they could purchase from you that was you know five times what you normally charge, 20% are going to do it. Yeah, That's just the way it works. That's just the way it works. 80% won't, but 20% will. And so there's so many little levers that we can pull and they get easier and easier to pull when we have automation that is programmed in to make those offers based on certain things people are doing to make those offers, to get them to come in one more time. And that's, that's where we really start to see no matter what the business is, we find those little levers to pull. And then we figure out, do we have to have staff in place to pull those levers? Let's hire them because yeah. it's worth it. It will pay for the staff 10 times over. Or do we have software that can, be in those positions to pull those levers. When we put those things in place, just about every business we've ever done this with, I actually can't think of one that it's not done something to grow the bottom line. We find almost within the first 30 days a way that we can do it. Now, after that, it's 100% success rate because we have time to watch the data come through. We have time to adapt. But even those first 30 days, implementing just a little automation, a little follow-up with your existing customer base, we start to see those numbers climb in a huge, huge way.
0: Yeah, it's really, it's really interesting the way you just explained that because it just really clicked something in my head because I was thinking about, you know, my, my past world was was the casino world. And everything that we were trying to do was we, we were we were trying to drive what we call trips, which means how, how many times can we get someone to walk through the door, right? Okay, so there it right. is. That's what you were just talking about, generating that trip. Well, okay, then we're going to get them to open their wallet, number one. But how do we get them to reach in for that second reach for the wallet, and then that third reach for the wallet, and how do we get them to give them give us a little bit more of the share of their wallet that they were going to give the the next time they were going to you know maybe to one of our competitors or whatever? So it, it's all you know from the the principles of it are all very very similar across every niche that you're talking about. I think that makes perfect, perfect sense. So, you know, in general, you know, obviously you talked about some of the specific tools and, 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 and I would love to know just your overall thoughts. What, what, you know, automation, what's it mean to you? It, what, What's it from a personal business standpoint, what does it do? What does it make happen for you? What does it give you the freedom to do? You know, what, what is automation kind of done for you?
1: Well, so my professional life started off, um, getting up, six thirty seven in the morning, putting in a ton of time to have to get ready um, to be presentable to the world, getting at my office you know a little before eight, um, being at my office until six and then repeating the process the next day and that th- that's what it was that was okay. Yeah. Um, Any time I could build a system into that office that was that made anything more efficient. I was able to buy back more of my time than I could spend with my family or doing something else to grow the office, to get more people through the door. Right. Um, I remember hitting a point to where we couldn't get busier because we did have the systems. Like, I, I just couldn't manage anymore. And, and that was scary because I was like, we can't make any more money if we can't get busier. Hmm. And, you, and you have to figure out kind of how that works. And so number one, automation for me means more money with less resources to make it. Uh, I, I there was never going to be another hour in the day that I could pull out of that office, but I could get more patients through the door and do more things if I had better systems to get them the care that they needed at a high level uh, if I didn't want to sacrifice care. so I really had to figure out how to have the system do that, so more money with the existing resources or less resources than we already have so that's the first thing that automation means to me. The second thing that automation means to me is um how do I slowly? remove myself from a situation and the quality of the product stay the same Mm. so that it runs more like an actual business rather than a um a job that uh doubles as a business right and I, i think that's the thing it's like you know i get to do a lot of things now with um you know being with my family more being there for my parents, being there with my friends more, being more flexible because I have a business that runs on automation. Let's say I've got something that's coming up at the end of the week and we got a sale. Um, I don't have to be writing the emails all over the weekend. I can literally sit down on a Monday, write my entire series of emails and I can go on a trip and be gone and just monitor kind of the progress of what I wrote beforehand. And that is a level of automation too. Um, and I think that's the key is what I'm really doing with automation is, is I'm increasing the profit that I can bring while keeping the quality of the product high but decreasing the amount of time that I have to spend in the business. And when you can really look at your business from 10,000 feet up and understand that that is your job as the owner is to increase your profits, keep the quality of your product high or go higher with it. And decrease the amount of time you actually have to spend inside of the business doing all the tasks. That's what changes a business forever and for always. And that's the kind of business that uh, not only will it give you a great life, a great uh, bank account that's healthy, but it will also be the kind of business that eventually you can sell for a multiple of what you're bringing in every year. And then it's a big payday at the end.
0: That's true. That's a really good point. And all of it obviously touched on a lot of really good stuff good things there but the idea just in general of making money while you sleep i think is just something that's it seems so universal, and it's and it's hard for me to imagine any business out there not being interested in that idea, right? Of having having marketing agents working for you around the clock, so you can actually focus on what you like to do, whether it's you know making pizzas or whether it's cracking backs. You know, it, it's it's such right. a such a novel novel idea, right? So I, I just think it's really cool to see how you specifically you're using automation in your business and then translating it. To the businesses that you work with, it really supports, you know, the idea. Of automation, I think, more than anything, speaks to being able to run your business from a backpack and live the serial progress seeker lifestyle. So, I think it's that's just a really cool conversation to have.
1: Yeah, well, at the end of the day, you know, I remember there was a time in my business where I I hit a wall and I said I can't work any harder, um, I can't work any more hours, I can't make any more money, and I think a lot of business owners out there run into that, and they're like, Oh no, is this what I actually got myself into? The way out of that is to really take a look at your business and explore how do i automate things that i'm doing right now and when you can really focus yourself on that that's your way out and if you're in that spot right now where you feel like you're stuck pay attention to this kind of thing i was stuck i was there this is the systems the automations is what got me to a place to where i could continue to scale what i was doing without having to sacrifice more of my time and it absolutely changed everything and it changed the trajectory of all the other businesses that I got in later down the road because I know what I know what to look for now before I do step into something and I'm looking at a business right now that might require me for a year to be in-house but even now I'm looking at how do I spend that time to make sure that I'm automating the task so that we can put staff and systems in place to continue to grow that thing even when we're not there.